So there's this uh, Chinese story that this mother lost her son. Um, he died. And so she goes to a monk and says, I need a cure. And the monk says, oh, there is a cure. He says, all you have to do is go to somebody's home who has never known suffering and ask for them a mustard seed. And whatever that mustard seed is, um, if you get the mustard seed, all your grief will be taken away. So she first tries a very wealthy home and um, she asked if there was any suffering in this house. And of course there was. They had their own pain and tell their own story. And she decides at that moment, well, who better to help these people than me since I know what grief is. And she goes to another home and she goes to every home, uh, whether a palace or a hovel. And what she discovers is that every home has its suffering story. And what she discovered is that um, the more she would share in other people's grief, her own grief was list lifted. That the magic mustard seed was not actually a, a mustard seed. Um, the seed was a seed of compassion. And if you can help other people, it alleviates your own pain. And I just tell that story because A, I always think of Eucharist as the mustard seed in some sense of compassion, that we who receive it, uh, hopefully that compassion will grow inside of us. But I also tell it because the first reading um, has kind of the same point, that you want your wounds healed, um, then in our fasting should make us more compassionate. You want your he wounds healed, show compassion and love for other people. And it's speaking about fasting, where God says, yes, you fast, but your fasts always end on clawing each other and fighting and backbiting and pettiness. In the first reading, the prophet is saying, our fasting should make us far more compassionate with other people's suffering. That's why we fast, not to, you know, get ready for bikini weather. It's our fasting is supposed to make us more compassionate, that I who know what it is to suffer, I'm more sympathetic to your suffering. So like um, fasting is supposed to make us more compassionate. So like, this sounds strange, I have this picture in my house of this uh, sorry, South American grandmother, very, very poor, holding this child. And clearly they're both very hungry. So, and I know it sounds strange. I want that picture in my head because um, my life is so good. I have nothing to complain about. I'm not a grandmother trying to feed a grandchild. Or this morning, um, I was looking online about the Ukrainians. And, oh, holy cow, there's this awful picture of this father uh, leaning over, I don't know if you guys saw it, over the body of his son, and you see the blood, and he is just, it's gut-wrenching. He's crying over the body of his uh, son. And so today when I'm fasting, like, I'm hungry this morning, but you know the real emptiness of the, your stomach is when you can feel other people's pain. You know, when you see that father crying over the body of his son, your stomach just gets wrenched up. Does that make sense? Or another, so I know this sounds strange. I, I know it's weird. 
I look for images to fast over. The Father was one image. Um, or this morning, got a call. Um, Karen, she sings in the choir. Her husband is Pasquale. He has a brain, brain bleed, so he's in surgery right now. And so, so we need to pray for him. But also think of what it's like being caring. Where, I don't know if you've ever been in waiting rooms, they're awful, hate them. There's nothing to do. You're completely powerless, just waiting and waiting. That's Karen, who she's the one with that not up stomach, just waiting. Um, so my point being is that if you're going to fast, have an image in mind. Not of yourself that, oh gosh, I can't wait the two more hours before I can eat. When you feel that pang of hunger, offer it up for the father who's lost a child, for Karen who's waiting for the news. And Jesus, why he gets upset with the Pharisees is that the Pharisees do fast, and we're supposed to fast. Now, a little history for you. Yes, fasting is supposed to make you more compassionate, but Jews, they fasted on Tuesdays and Saturdays. The ancient Christians, uh, we would fast on Wednesdays and Fridays. Wednesday is the day Judas portrayed Jesus. Friday is, I don't know if you know this, the day Jesus... Christ died. So uh, we fast on, we would fast on Wednesdays and Fridays. Um, and Catholics are supposed to fast an hour before Mass because what we really hunger for is Christ. And Jesus gets upset with the Pharisees because all they can do is quote rules. And Jesus says, yeah, you fast. But look at them. They're not any more compassionate. And the disciples of Christ, when he's taken away, will fast. And we're doing that now in this season. But my point about this is this. You want your wounds healed? When we fast, the purpose of fasting is at the end. It's supposed to make us more in solidarity with other people who are suffering. Not more judgmental like the Pharisees. So I pray for all of us who are fasting at St. Pius. That at the end of Lent, after you know weeks and weeks of fasting... Our wounds are healed because, like the mother looking for the mustard seed, um, we found out that, wow, sharing in other people's grief heals our own wounds. Hello, this is Father Len McMillan. I'd like to take a moment to thank you for listening to our podcast. If they've been a blessing to you, I'd also like to invite you to prayerfully discern supporting the podcast financially. Your generosity would help support the ongoing production and distribution of the podcast. If you'd like to make a donation, you can simply click the link in the podcast description. Be sure to tell us your donation is for the podcast in the comment section of the submission form. Again, thank you for your support as we seek to share the good news of the gospel. May God bless you for your generosity.